What up, folks? Welcome back to Field of View. I'm Solo. And I'm Zemo. And like we said last week, this is a weekly show now, going to be talking business strategy, et cetera, and specifically moving the release date now officially to today, Tuesday. So in the future, you can expect this in wherever you usually get your content from. First things in the morning. But Zemo, how's your week been? So far, so good. Uh, I was playing Call of Duty till late last night. My my KDR last I looked was a 1.87, so my win-loss ratio is a 1.11. I'm happy. Are you anticipating or excited for the arrival of a PlayStation 5 today, potentially, if it arrives? It, it, it is coming today. I was looking at the UPS notification, and it's uh, being processed in Farmingdale at the moment, so it's coming today. I'm, uh, I'm very excited for that one. Yeah, because I don't sort of see what actually not funny enough. I'm not really excited just because, as we said before, a lot of hype built around that train. Um, yeah, and, I mean, and, and and the artificial scarcity is really what's sort of driving it more so than actual titles. Yeah, I mean, I ordered it on November twelfth. Uh, it's it's now December eighth today, so it's supposed to arrive today. It took about a month, uh, but I can't say that I've like missed it for it not being here i I definitely want to play the miles morales game i'm looking forward to that call of duty will still just be call of duty Duty. right i'll Mm -hmm. have to i'm I'm very curious to see if adjustment to the new controller will affect my gameplay at all i do think that it's it's possible that it will affect it in some capacity uh but but other than that like there's nothing where i'm like oh my god one of the things that bothers me a lot is that you can't use external devices for storage at the moment i picked up a a five terabyte hard drive during Black Friday, just in case, uh, just at a good deal. But I mean, the the actual storage capacity of it is like a, a, an actual was like 680 gigs. A friend of mine mm-hmm. installed three games, and then after that, he had to he, he had to delete another game to put a new game on. So it's it's like every new console. Um, I don't know why people have short memories when it comes to the early releases of yeah. these sort of cycles, but. Whatever. We'll find out as time goes forward what's the lifeline. Yeah, I've even considered just flipping it, but I'm just like, you know what? I don't want to take part in that like Mm -hmm. market that I don't appreciate. Even though I could like sell it and make double or triple on what I Mm -hmm. bought it for, I don't want to contribute to that. Like it's cool to make money, but but the scalper market is a little bit, especially the digital scalper market. You know, especially if you if you relate to any sort of like shoes or any sort of exclusive sort of time drop or limited merchandise drop it's just it's an ugly place to be in yeah i don't like it i don't like it but speaking of hype and maybe not living up to expectations i am going to start my topic that i want to discuss for this week off with just that so forbes actually released a list recently that uh valued all of the top esports companies and teams in 2020 And Forbes, as you know, they always do the money counting for other people. But to give you a quick rundown of the top five, Team Mm -hmm. Solo Mid was at number one with 410 million. It is the value. Cloud Nine was number two with 350 million. Phase was number three, which I would have assumed they were number two. Oh, excuse me. Phase was four. Team Liquid was three at 310 million. Phase is at four with 305 million. And then 100 Thieves is at five with 190. Right, they they actually jumped up a, a lot of percentage points. They actually jumped up five six spots. Right, 
Cloud9, though, they dropped 13% in terms of value. And basically what the point of the article was, got a little blowback from the owners of Overwatch League and sort of team owners, um, obviously, because it's talking about something we've spoken about, which is the return on investment time has come for a lot of the money that has been thrown at esports and mm -hmm. general competitive space uh, in the last two, three years as this has been growing. And people are realizing that hey, maybe competitive esports in and of itself is not a viable long-term or even immediate uh, form of revenue, which I think they, they thought it was. I think they thought it was really replicable and that's how they jumped in. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, one of the biggest showcases that not being the case is Team uh, FaZe and 100 Thieves being in the top five. 90% of 100 Thieves money didn't, or maybe almost 100% didn't come from competitive tournaments. A they lot of their money. Val they did win that Valorant tournament the other day. But, but as, as a whole, it's their money is coming from the streamers they signed and the lifestyle yeah. gaming content, right? Yeah. FaZe basically started that playbook. 100 Thieves is borrowing it. A company called The Immortals, which ended up <clears throat> are trying to sell all their positions in the three different leagues that they're in, they dropped into half of the $260 million that were valued at last year. Mm -hmm. Basic premise is that the focus on competitive esports is not showing any money. Okay. And... Globally, Team Solo Mid is the biggest because they're the biggest League of Legends team. And League of Legends is the biggest sport in the world. So arguably, if you just go to the Asia Pacific region. So I guess I wanted to talk about that because it's something I brought up often, which is that none of these esports teams or clubs really have the ability to scale their, their revenue models um, yeah. Yeah. because they're looking at a lot of classic no one, sports. No one knows how they're going to make money yet. It's funny because they've all been looking to classic sports. And the equivalents aren't there. And it's funny because we'll get into my topic next, but it's it's somewhat connected to what you're talking about, actually. Uh, right, but there, bring it up. Uh, I think that, uh, I know you'd sent me the article about how COD Mobile canceled their championship. And then mm -hmm. also that Epic decided that they weren't going to do any 2021 events, including the Fortnite World Cup. Mm -hmm. Why I think that's important is while gaming as a whole has had a really good 2020 because of COVID, very, very good for game sales, console sales, scarcity, uh, uh, partnerships, like literally everything across the board, streaming numbers, like mm -hmm. where I think they're going to have to do something next year is they're going to have to find a way to be able to figure out, is it going to be new software that's created? Is it going to be new companies that are created? Is it going to be new forms of content? Like what is it going to be that shows that this year wasn't just the COVID fluke. Like you got the COVID bump, that's cool. But now that we're talking about the vaccine, 2021, it'll still be a year with relatively few, if no physical events. I've never personally believed that physical events are going to be the way that esports and gaming as a whole really ends up being able to ascend. And so I do. you do, I'm looking forward to what are the things that people try to bring to the table to be able to grow this without those physical events. It's still a misunderstanding of what the general market is, right? And the way I put esports is that it's really going to take off on the larger general sense once gambling's legalized. So, you know, a lot of, little I think, little. like New, little by little, New Jersey, I think, is going to be the first. Yeah, New Jersey is the one. Towards yep. it. Um, and it's because if you even think about football, right? Why do people watch football? It, it not even is necessarily married to the, it's betting. Yeah, it's a lot of betting. So once this fantasy and DraftKings type stuff starts coming into esports, 
Well, the value of watching the content and the value of betting on the content is eventually going to outpace the actual game. Don't you think that means a couple of years though? Because the kids who really oh, know enough to be gambling are 15 and aren't allowed to gamble or they're 13 and they're not old enough. Like I wouldn't know how to gamble on esports. I barely know how to gamble on sports because I don't watch enough. But if I was to watch professional gaming more, I wouldn't even know where to start knowing who the players are, who the rosters are, what they're good at, all those things that would take a lot of time. So, And you're, you're, you just said it perfectly about the same reason. Like, why do I think in-person events would be big? Because you have to expand it, right? So like we went to an ESL event together about two, three years ago. And one of the big 2017? things- 2017. And one of the big things is it is too focused on the actual matches. And it's like yeah. even sports games, et cetera, there's the atmosphere around, they build up into the moment of anticipation. I think all of gaming and esports people maybe misunderstood how adaptable this idea would be to people mm -hmm. over the course of years is where it would be necessary. So, you know, why is Overwatch League popping up with the $20 million buy-in slot and then jumping up to 60 the next year? You yeah. can't even guarantee Overwatch is going to be a big game in five years yet, right? No. And that has sort of broken the market to a degree because I agree with you 100% to see the, the 2020 and how to build upon that, whether it's technology, yeah. et cetera. I think it is going to plateau, right? Like you're, you're not having a repeat of this year. It's the same way you're not getting a repeat of Animal Crossing sales ever again, right? Yeah. There's certain time and places. I think it broke into a lot of new territory, right? And so yes. just to give a quick uh, tangential point, something like uh, uh, the Time Warner that is doing the HBO Max film slate release mm -hmm. all through there, right? There'll be versions of that that in gaming will see sort of expand access. I think they hurt themselves by killing the console war early by not getting enough out. Yeah. I think that yeah. there's a huge momentum gap that would have pushed right I mean, through to 2021. But, but in the same way, like the same way that Yeezys became popular because they produced way too little of them and created artificial scarcity that made people want them even more. So now when they release 25 times as many pairs, people still rush to purchase it as if there was 10 times less. Mm -hmm. That I think that what they've done with consoles is they, they've guaranteed for the foreseeable future, no matter when consoles drop, they will be sold out because everyone will remember the feeling of not being able to get it. And now Stock if you see it, you're trying to get your hands that's on it. That's it. Like, I've tried since. Like, I have one mm -hmm. coming in, but I was like, if I can get more, I'm just, just buy it, right? Why not? And, and it's like, you know, StockX is sending me emails about gaming memorabilia and consoles and things like that. So I see other parts of culture getting involved. And mm -hmm. when that starts happening, it, to me, those are like little points of like, StockX isn't sending me an email of the new J Balvin Jordans. They're sending me an email about like Xbox and Call of Duty and PlayStation 5. And mm -hmm. so to me, that says that it's increased in the consciousness of mainstream people who would have otherwise seen this still as like a, a nerdier pastime. And mm -hmm. now it's like, it's big, Meek Mill is tweeting <laughs> at people about- Yeah, how, PlayStation. How, and, PlayStation yeah. and like, yo, the snipers and Warzone are crazy. Like, you know- But it's, it's, it's what we talked about, right? It's so opportunistic as mm -hmm. to be relatable, right? And- Gaming is a market in particular that's not going to respond or react well, right? Yeah. And so someone like Meek Mill saying, no one gives a shit that Meek Mill is saying that. No one wants to do anything with Meek Mill in gaming. Yeah. No offense to Meek Mill, but nah, it's I love just, Meek Mill, but Meek Mill ain't a gamer. Well, where are you in the space, right? There's yeah. certain people that you can justifiably say. It's the same reason, you can go more tangent, that ESPN, esports, and gaming division shut down, right? 
there's yeah. a place that people want. So will a stock X actually be able to break into gaming? No. Do they have the great idea of maybe putting together in the same manner or valuing games and we're seeing Pokemon cards come back up, you know, yeah. classic game valuations like baseball. There's, there's a cycle, right? And our, what we were talking about with the younger kids are getting older too, right? Mm -hmm. Look at even television and shit, right? Gaming will grow outside into the larger sphere in the next year or two through the adaptations that they're going to do on television and movies and mobile gaming and that getting bigger. I yeah. think the gaming world is set to the degree that now people were waiting for like a green light to be like, oh, this it's, is socially acceptable now. And now it's no going back. You can't put and now, yeah, yeah. Now you can't. If you weren't already involved, you're not allowed to really take part in it in, in the same way. I do agree with that. I do agree and, with that. The live events are going to break because it's the same way people are trying to keep making these esports arenas. I saw some Chicago real some estate Chicago one. Yeah, I connect, I thirty mil. That, yeah, I connected with that dude on LinkedIn the other day. I actually want to hit him up, Scott Greenberg. Scott so Greenberg, Smash Arena or something yeah. like that. Yeah, Scott Greenberg. That is a terrible idea, by genuinely. You think because, so? Yeah, because it, it, there's if you put thirty million dollars into a specifically utility utility oriented building. Mm -hmm how are you getting that back right yeah. it's a scaling thing right where yeah. it's to have a general event like, like you know samsung has 433 or whatever in the city like that fancy mm -hmm. looking Samsung. Yeah, yeah, yeah i know what you're talking i've never been but i know what you're talking about those are more ver better versions that they're better off doing right would mm -hmm. i see someone like maybe but Beth but should do or bethesda should do a, a company store as like an apple showcase store should these publishers developers gameplays be doing showcasings like yeah. But to say, yo, here's this competitive space that's more or less just those old school like internet cafes, yeah, where you can play video games on them. I do like those places though. I do like what, those places. What I'm bullish. You, I'm bullish on them. I would be if cloud gaming's on on the rise. So if I could play anywhere, why am I going directly to? So uh, the thing is, the thing is, is about them is like the leading software. One of the companies uh, it was purchased recently. It's called. Um, Leap, I think, leap.gg. Mm -hmm. uh, but they basically have a cloud infrastructure where if their setup uh, or their software is on the computers at that land center, then whether you play in New Jersey or in Singapore, you'd be able to sign in through your username and password. You'd have the games available to you that are on there and all of your presets available. So they're actually sort of like the, the precedent to what cloud gaming is going to be like, which is you know, if you go to your gaming center in New Jersey, like I've been to with Helix, or you go to a different location that also has that same software, it really is sort of what cloud gaming is. You don't need to take your console with you and do all those things. You go, you sit down, you start but playing. But then why are you going to go to a dedicated area to be able, because I, I feel like now with the same way pandemic changed 2020 in terms of content consumption and moved it towards gaming. Yeah. People need to anticipate which way the reforming of society is going to move. And I can't imagine it's going to move in a way that, you know, as someone who has done people like games, that's us folks, a lot yeah. of events competitively as well. I learned pretty quickly that there is a, uh, a finite limit on the level of people who are willing to, because what expanded 2020 gaming and what the esports companies that I mentioned and, and losing about cloud nine lost 13% of its value during the biggest year of gaming. Yeah. How does that work? Right. Yeah, uh, that ends up working towards the end of the fact that people aren't looking at the wider gaming strategy, yeah. right? The, yep. I think it was CEO or COO of Phase mentioned it that 100 Thieves is copying them, which is 
yo, YouTubers and streaming content are the two basis upon which you can really rake in dough on someone. Yep. It's, it's not going to be competitive. It's not going to be anything of that nature. Uh, yeah. And I think as we see that expansion, I think the next two, three years, we'll see a shift away from this competitive scene, which is why in esports arena, I don't fucking get it. A gaming field trip type place. Yeah. Well, I don't know how to describe that, but a collection, you know, fucking poopoo platter of video games. Yeah. That is different. A different is like an arcade. An arcade, give me a $30 million arcade, I'm in. Yeah. Give me a $30 million computer cafe. I'm like, I'm going to go play yeah. at home. All my peripherals are at home. My setup's at home. What the fuck am I doing here? Yep. Unless I have a big enough league or big enough high school leagues or local leagues or, you know, pro-am league, anything other that would viably allow it to be able to be used like that. So if I set up a basketball court in there and I'm like, you got to rent this basketball, people would do it. If yeah. I got, because you need the interacting in person. Yeah. You're taking something that does that is literally an isolated thing and being like, what if you're together but isolated? And yeah. I'm like, that's what's the fucking point of that, right? Agreed. Agreed. And they're the people though who have the money to throw thirty million dollars at this shit don't know that. Yeah. They heard esports, and he hears esports is, is buzzwords, man. Buzzwords and investors go together. So like five billion dollars been thrown at this industry in the last three I'm years sorry. with nothing to show for it. Yeah. Not a single fucking thing has come out of this industry to be valuable. Yeah, on its own, in a way that's not like, oh, hundred thieves made six million dollars last year. That was sixty percent increase in their revenue. Yeah. How, what the fuck are you doing that you're only making six million dollars? You yeah. got a big ass operation. You got a thirty million dollar fucking headquarters in LA. You made six million dollars last year. For sure, for sure. So, it's just an example, right? People, people are hearing words but not understanding the culture, and so when they do that. Time. It'll take time, but there's going to be a lot of lost money in the coming years. And this valuation oh, sure. thing is only going to go downwards, I think, in the next year. It I has think we'll to. see these numbers um, like Immortals, right? They bet on the wrong thing, went all competitive. Uh, and now we're going to see an expansion. Yeah. You'll see a lot of these people trying to get out of being pure competitive when they see these numbers Yeah. and be like, oh, shit, we need to figure out a better idea. Sounds good. Yeah, so, I, I, I see that. I see that. Yeah. If anybody needs any consulting... At people at games is our name we are happy to charge you to tell you the obvious but regardless um anything else to add that'd probably be the two biggest scenes of the week uh as we close out the year uh towards december uh no i don't i don't think so not for this week at least okay. well folks thank you for listening we hope you enjoyed again this is field of view this is the good old folks at people at games we will have a shop sooner than later whoever is responsible for it should get on that I'm Solo. And I'm Zemo. And Tuesdays, subscribe, like, download, whatever preference you have. And we hope you enjoyed. Peace. Right. Peace.